everybody. Welcome back to the Brando and Joe podcast. For this week, Joe and I are doing a special episode to highlight all of our experiences and just overall talking about our experience in the Hofstra MA graduate program. So welcome. Joe, how you doing today, bud? Feeling excited. First ever <laughs> boys episode. It's, it's funny because it's, I mean, we haven't done like an episode without a guest since ever <laughs> i know so it's gonna be a interesting experience i guess we kind of get to like interview each other which is yeah different, but fun. <laughs> we're we're so used to talking to each other this will probably feel kind of normal um 100 <laughs> but no i think it's definitely an episode that's maybe even should have came earlier like a program highlight because we've gone over some of the classes that we've taken with like other IO students. Um, I know we talked about it with Casey from Baruch and Shalin, um, but this will be fun to do like an, an overhaul of just like everything that we've gone through um, and the things that we liked about our program and like <laughs> why y'all should come to Hofstra. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely about time. Like you said, it probably should have happened earlier, but the great thing about our program is, is that it's connected us with so many amazing like working professionals that we we haven't had to carry an episode. We've been having our guests do all the heavy lifting. So uh, <laughs> yeah. without further ado, um, one of the first topics that like Joe and I wanted to discuss is just the course load that we have. Um, I know personally, like we've mentioned it on the show a lot. Um, but Joe, I wanted to like ask you a question. Like, what do you personally think like has been the most influential class for you so far throughout the program? Uh, I feel like there's two. I would say training and development with Dr. Islam because that was my first intro into like, I guess, more consulting. So we've did a little bit in org development, but I feel like training and development with Dr. Islam. And he's also just such a great professor with so many great connections. Uh -huh. um, I bet like we could fill like a month's worth of people just from him. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I would say probably our current seminar with people analytics with Dr. Meltzer. Um, mostly because I know I'm just interested in like the data size of things. Um, he does such a great job of going over the basics and really explaining to us on like a practitioner side of kind of what we can expect when we enter working the working world. What about yeah. you? Yeah. Dr. Islam is like that class is always great. I can't really pull because I feel like all the classes collectively have really helped. But like I think you highlight Dr. Islam's class and you and I worked together on uh that leader's guide that we built. Oh yeah. And it feels um, like a century ago. I know. But like <laughs> that was such an like such an incredible project to be a part of, especially like because Dr. Islam brought some alum in and talked about how they made leaders guides in their roles and they could refer back to like the experience they had in his class. And you don't, do you remember that? Um, yeah, when he... Which is awesome. Which is like what you want from school. Like of course there's that research and academic side, but especially like Hofstra's program when it's more practitioner focused, you want to be able to look back on the work you did in school and not be like, eh, that was just like busy work, but like, no, like, Oh, work has asked me to make a leader's guide. Um, if I'm like working in consulting or something along those lines. And I'd be like, oh, wait, I did this in grad school. I was looked over by my professor. He put a lot of hard work into it. I could take aspects of that and put it into my real life job. Um, and I feel like that's how it should go. Yeah. Like we, uh, like just to highlight another project like that, when we did motivation with Dr. Salter, 
uh, we were able to do that project with the survey responses and then creating a professional report. Mm-hmm. Like that was something that we got to do too. And I believe you and I worked together on that as well. Uh, as yep. you can tell, the Brando and Joe podcast goes strong in all fronts. <laughs> but no, hey, we, we got I a just, class next year too. Yeah, no, that, that'll be really fun. Uh, but no, the all of the classes, I feel like just have this focus of not just informing us of the research, but the practical application of it. And I think that that's something that's really awesome. I I joke about it all the time. I'm like, Joe and I bleed the blue and yellow because of how much we love Hofstra. But it's so true. Like that program just gears you to really enter the workforce like right away, like right off the bat. Yeah. And it's a good point if you're like a, a student that's trying to figure out what kind of program you want. Um, because each program definitely offers a unique set of values. And if you are into that more practitioner side, Hofstra offers like that fully. Because we don't even we don't even require a thesis. Like I, I if I remember, you can either pick a thesis or having an internship, which is really cool. Because I believe a lot of other programs require a thesis. Yeah, from my knowledge, uh, in other programs, it, they do require the thesis, unless I'm told otherwise. We definitely, it's more of like a requirement to have an internship than a thesis. But if you don't have an internship, then you do the thesis kind of thing. So, uh, it's like you have that option. Um, and also it's great because they're the PhD program at Hofstra is just as strong too. So like you can have that option and go into it on that research side. But a lot of the people who are in the PhD program have a lot of practical experience as well. When, like just when you and I get to chat with them, I feel like we're seeing that too. Yeah. I mean, we've had on, um, for a student panel, Rohan is currently in the PhD program and he wants, and he currently works in consulting. Um, I mean, we've had on Sammy who works at, uh, CVS and mm-hmm. they've all done so many great things on the practitioner side while also getting in their like research fulfillment. Um, so you're hundred percent right, Brandon, like you kind of get both, which is really cool. You know, another aspect of the Hofstra program, that's great. Like we're kind of going on a tangent as you and I do. Uh, but <laughs> like, I love how small the cohort like style of it is. Like, I feel like one thing that really is cool, especially for someone like me who came here without knowing anybody, it's like everybody gets really close really fast because you're in the classes together and you come all the way up together. So there's 25 of us and then there's 25 second years when we were first years and now there's 25 first years now that we're second years. So that's 75 people that you get like a really strong like relationship with and it increases like your network so well because you get to work with all of these people and now you get to like see how they're going to come into the working world together too. Like, you know, it's, I think that's just so cool, like about the program itself. And we kind of get to do that with the PhD students a little bit too. I feel like you and I talk to them a lot. Yeah. Especially ever since PSYOP, I know we got to talk to them more and more. Um, and it's cool seeing their perspective on like the practitioner research side as well, but you're right. Um, I remember alumni talking to us that said like, make sure you get close with your cohort because these are the people that you're going to be with in the working world around like the same time. You guys will all be applying to like entry level jobs together and then like senior level and director level. Um, and you kind of like all build up together. So if you know someone that works in a company that you'd like to work in and you know, you had a class with them for two years in a row, you've already had that like network established, which is really nice about Hofstra. Yeah. And you know, it's really cool too talking about the network, the alumni network of our cohort or of our program. For specifically referring to, we have a yearly event called Houndstooth where we all get to go into the city and meet alumni 
and really just kind of hear about what they're doing, but connect with them on more than just like an IO level, but like a human level. And it's so cool because the co the specific program is so geared towards helping the students not just feel comfortable scholastically, but professionally. And like, because they even did sessions for us to feel like we know how to network and teach us how to do those kinds of things. The I just think it's so cool that the program gets to do that for other people, you know? A hundred percent. And there's also an hour open bar and that never hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't hurt as well. <laughs> as people thing, learn from PSYOP. <laughs> yeah. every I feel like every other person at either PSYOP was like, I, I always know how to drink. I was like, all right. <laughs> Great part it makes about it a little easier. Uh, but yeah, we have a lot of networking opportunities. Um, like we mentioned before, Dr. Islam's class, like every class, he would set up 15 minutes at the beginning or end of class and alumni from our program would come and speak. Actually, wait, it wasn't always alumni. I'm wrong, I'm wrong about that. It was just like his network, right? Yeah, I would say most of them were alumni, but yeah, some of them were just the network and yeah, he, he would bring them in, and it's so funny because they were usually people we pulled on to the podcast, too. Yeah, <laughs> um, Larry Kravitz, amazing yeah. episode. He was from uh, Dr. Islam's class, Dr. Islam himself. Yeah, um, and we had Gordon and, Schmidt who helped him oh, write yes. his his book. Uh, those, were, those were fun episodes. We should have him on again one day in the future. <laughs> yeah, no, but it, it is awesome. Like, you know, personally for, for me as the president of the IOPSA program, too, that's something that Hofstra also has that I think is really good to stand out. I know a lot of other programs have really strong boards and really strong um, student associations. I know, but for ours specifically, the opportunities that we're able to create for the students is something that I think is pretty unique too. Like we get a lot of networking opportunities with other programs and we get a lot of, uh, I guess, learning experiences. I know one of our uh, board members created a panel series for all of the students to learn about the internships that you could get your second year. And we have mentorship programs. We have so many things that's so involved. I know that was something that was really cool because Joe, like you're, you're from Long Island. So for you, like you're just driving from home, going to class, but like you really got involved and I wonder like if you were at a different type of school, would you have been as involved if it was a different type of program? Probably not. Um, I have to give it to you, um, <laughs> Julia, one of our social media <laughs> helpers, um, and maybe like Matt Camerata. Um, I'm a more introverted person by nature and you guys really brought out the best of the program. Um, and even with the IOPSA stuff that you guys are doing, or what's it called? Not IOPSA, but um, with all the programs. What's the uh, name of it? Psionic. Psionic. Um, where you guys are getting like every New York program or trying your best to. And all their IO programs, you guys had meetups. And like, I think that's amazing because like what we said with like making friends with your cohort and that's your network as you guys all get up jobs. The only thing better than that is having multiple programs and being able to do that amount of networking with like all those people. Um, I think it's like an awesome idea. And I don't even know if, I don't know if it's been done on like this level before, but you got to receive like the benefit it's having. And it's only been like less than a month. I can't <laughs> wait to see what's going to happen after like a year or two. Yeah. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, no, I think it's something that's great. Personally, I've gotten to nourish or nourish, nurture a lot of great relationships with people from other programs already just from the one event we had. And it was crazy because that event got postponed because of the rain and kept getting pushed back and pushed back. And then 
we go to we all go to Central Park and there's like 60 people there. Metro's working in conjunction with us too because Metro supports the IO students of the area, and we can thank uh, Jared Weintraub, who's who's our inaugural episode <laughs> on this <laughs> podcast. He's a great supporter of us. Um, but no, it's just it's awesome. You're right, Joe. The amount of the amount of support that you can get from other IOs in general, like we're we're talking about support from our program in Hofstra, but support from other IOs in general is just so strong. I feel like it's like a fraternity that you get close with just just by going through the programs together, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we have we're doing like an Oscar speech right now and just like giving out our <laughs> thanks <laughs> to like to like everybody. It's like a fifteen minute long like message. <laughs> um, but but you you know you 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 are right. We've got to meet some some amazing people from like a whole bunch of different programs, um, and it goes to show that like if you're whether you're an undergrad student looking to go like straight into a master's or you're taking some time off or really wherever stage you are in your life and you're like maybe I'll try out IO. I know it's tough because there's not as much information on it, and you're like, is this the thing for me? But I think one thing we can strongly say is that the network that IO brings is so immense that there's so many different people in so many different industries that you could talk to. Like if you just go on LinkedIn and type in uh, IO psychology, and then you're like, oh, maybe I want to try out consulting. Maybe I want to try out total rewards. Maybe I want to try out DEI. Like there's just so many different IO psychologists in so many different places um, that you really are able to like expand your network to such a large place. Yeah, really. And I want to circle back to our conversation about classes in our program, because I want to take a second. I didn't get to highlight it. Um, Dr. Nolan, like Dr. Nolan is basically uh, the person who runs our program, the, the MAIO program. And he was actually the first face that I really got to see. Like he did my interview when, oh, me too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, he did my interview and I got to like briefly hop on a little bit of research with him. Uh, but also just he teaches our organizational site class and I'm super bummed we don't get him next semester. He's getting a well-earned sabbatical. Um, but either way, he's somebody that I feel like we're really honored to learn under all the professors we are. But I, I, I've gotten to speak with him a lot. And I think he's just one of those figureheads that really like help set the direction of this program in such a great in such a great direction like <laughs> don't you agree no yeah we got to do like some really cool projects i mean at the, <laughs> our final projects for what was it our first semester there uh or the research paper uh and then there was the after the research paper it was like a presentation but it wasn't like your normal presentation where you go up and you talk about i don't know whatever <laughs> um <laughs> It's it was like a presentation to like a board of executives, and then he and the rest of the class acted kind of like the board of executives asking you questions about your, I guess your consulting uh, problem solve. Yeah, uh, and it was really cool because like I've never done that before. I've always just gave presentations and people clap, and you know you go and you're like, oh, hopefully I did a good job. But this was kind of like a back and forth that was really fun. Yeah, he he played that role of like the the hard hitting executive who doesn't want to change their business and you're the consultant coming in trying to offer all of the different ways that you could do that it, it was really it was really great and we have we have more projects in all of our classes like I know we've spoken about the one that we did for research methods and selection where we get to create and design a selection tool and create an entire research paper on it after we ran the tool 
and that and that selection tool is something that they specifically use or like it's geared to the master's program like in quotation marks geared towards the master's program like how do you select for the program in an effective way and that was such an another really cool project and Joe and I are just like riffing off all these little things we've done, but they're all something that we can now say that we've done when we're in an interview or writ, write, written in a CV and we can talk to our experiences like this. Like, it's not just like, oh, I can learn how to do this on the job. It's no, I've done it before and I can do it for you. We worked on that one together too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> that was luck though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even the other ones were luck too, I guess. We were just in the same class, but yeah, I don't know if we got to pick. Maybe we did. I don't know. It feels like a long time ago even though it's like <laughs> six months uh, but you are right about the projects and like the nice thing about the projects is i kind of brought it up before is like they never seem like busy work they there's always kind of like an end goal of like helping you make you learn more about the topic or like really trying to improve your presentation skills um or just like answering those kind of like hard-hitting questions that we talked about in nolan's class um i never really felt that the presentation i was doing was like oh, I kind of just have to get this done. Like I was really geared towards like trying to be good at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not just doing it to get it done. Like and and I don't want to say like an undergrad, but there are sometimes in undergrad where they're just giving you busy work. Hundred oh, percent. Yeah. And this was something that you really had to do. And another professor to highlight is Dr. Salter. Uh, super super knowledgeable on absolutely everything in IO. But it's really fun because we get to learn about motivation. And now we're doing performance management. But also Dr. Salter gets to throw in a lot of the stuff that he learns about DEI. And it's really cool because we have a prof we have our professors that are so engaged and he's one of those where he really gets us to learn what it's like to be an IO, where we get to learn how to network, learn how to talk. Like he he's very big on us talking in class and engaging in the class, but that's something we need to learn how to do professionally too. So it's really it's all of these are just things that are helping us. Yeah, I know. I know everyone here has had those teachers where you're sitting in class for like two hours and your eyes are drooping. You're just like, oh, why? <laughs> but the professors at Hofstra really get you engaged and ask you those questions that are not just yes or no, but make you think. Um, and sometimes I look at the clock. I was like, I can't believe two hours just went by. Um, I know for a fact I felt that in Dr. Salter's class. And so you're 100% right, um, where you're really like interested in what they yeah. have to say, which makes, you know, it sounds silly, but it, it's true. Sometimes, you know, you're listening to a teacher and you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> but these, these professors, they really show that they care. Yeah. And, and I do want to give a special shout out to, to Dr. Grossman. We've had her on here to discuss our internship program. And she's a professor who is extremely knowledgeable. We spoke on the episode about how extensive her research experience is, but also what she does for us with that internship program is just so special. And that's another like key indicator of what makes this Hofstra program so great because they're just so invested in our growth and our experience and our professional development that not only do we get the internships through Hofstra or she helps facilitate that relationship, but then we, they also have that entire class that we get to take where we learn about other people's inter internships and help problem solve things that we're finding happen in our internships on a day-to-day -day basis. I love that internship class. Mm -hmm. uh, I was, didn't really know what to expect when we first got it. I was like internship class, but we're not like, it's, we're not really learning anything. Like, what are we, like, what's the, the thing, what's, what's going on? <laughs> um, and then like when we first 
after the first class, I was like, oh, this should be like a necessity in every graduate program. Because a lot of people in grad programs work and sometimes you have questions, but like, who do you voice your opinion to? And you have like these small groups with like led by a professor. And I know in my internship group, and I bet in yours, Brandon, too, um, everyone's found it like super helpful that I kind of, now I kind of want them to have it like for even first years. <laughs> but I guess, yeah. you know, we have to wait till you have the internship, that, which makes sense. But it's just <laughs> super helpful in general. Yeah. It's really cool, too, because sometimes other people are helping you get the job done in a way that you might not have thought. So for example, like I work at a small company. So the amount of input I get is very limited because I only have a few other people that I can bounce ideas off of. But now I have an, like an entire classroom of people where I'm like, I'm working on this problem. Like, what can I do to try and make something better, whether it's a training or just like a little idea. And I can kind of speak to that with everyone and they can help me problem solve that which is something that when you're in the working world you don't always get but it's like now you're like kind of queuing in and learning how to think in a different way that you might not have before you know yeah i uh just last class i was talking about like uh kind of like a, a way that i need to solve a problem at work and someone re like uh requested not requested um recommended a software I use, I'm going to try it out tomorrow. I'm like kind of excited because I wouldn't have had that opportunity if we didn't have that kind of class. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. And in all honesty, it's the the sense of community is big. And I and I will also add that Dawn is another big proponent of that. She has the... We all she, love Dawn. Dawn is <laughs> the heart and soul of our program. Uh, she is the person who works in our office and makes sure everything that you need to know you have and facilitates everything on the back end she helps make everything happen so she's i tell her this all the time like don you're you're the heart and soul of this program for sure <laughs> i gotta add on to that too before we end because every single time i've emailed don i've gotten a response within maybe 20 minutes maybe <laughs> yeah. less which is like unheard of yeah. you know i've i've like had people get back to me after like a week or two and that's just like normal. I'm just like, all right, like, well, my problem's gone now, but thank you for responding. <laughs> and then I, and then I can respond to Dawn. Like maybe she responded to me for five minutes, but I don't see it for like a half hour. And then she responds to me again in five minutes. I'm like, this is awesome. Like, and it's, and it's correct information. Like you're, it is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Nothing she's made, she's made my life and I hope so even easier. She's, she's super helpful. It's crazy. Like, so I, I talked about how Nolan was the first face I saw, like he did my interview and stuff. But when I got into the program, I'm as I've spoken to on this podcast before, I'm from Las Vegas, uh, but I happened to be on vacation here in New York. And so I get a call from Don telling me that I got into the program. And I'm like, wow, that's insane. I'm actually in New York right now. I don't know what the school looks like. And Don sent me an email with screenshots of how to get from the Mineola train station all the way to Hofstra and getting on the bus. And then she met me at Hofstra and gave me a personal tour of the whole campus. And like from there, I was like, this this place is more than just this is why I became president and why like you and I starting this podcast is such a big deal is like this place is more than just a school or a program. It's like family, you know, this is why you got my vote, Brandon. <laughs> too kind as you guys can tell we have nothing bad to say about the program um and i think it goes to say that if you had any more questions brandon and i are happily to answer 
maybe if you have more president questions, you can ask Brandon, but I can, uh, <laughs> I can sit there as like a little sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, Joe, you are not a little sidekick. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think, I think that sums up our affirmations um, for the program that we love. Um, but thank you everybody for listening. And as we said, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out. Yeah, thank you everybody for listening. And then this is also just a special thank you to Hofstra as well. We we appreciate everything you've done for us. Thank you, Hofstra. <laughs> 